the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the Daily Show Prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. It's Mark Eisler back with you again, filling in for Dennis, and uh, Sean is playing my music. He knew, you know, I was falling asleep, but that music really gets me up, right? That was my theme song when I did my local show here in Los Angeles. Can you imagine a bigger honor as I start my 15th year? No one now is better in talk radio than Dennis, and I just about don't listen to anybody else. I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh's take on politics, and Dennis kind of agreed with me. And the loss of Russia is especially painful now that our country is on the line. But Dennis has always been the best with his take on every topic under the sun. Except, let's see if I got this right. I was trying to remember today, Sean. Stereos, gardening, and then I thought it was poetry. Are those the three? You don't know? You've been here at least 15? Oh, I'm not right. So what is it? Go ahead. Photography? Audio equipment, I call that stereo, yeah. Fountain pens. It's more than I thought. No, classical music. Wow, it's gone up over the years. Uh, You said photography. You got the list pretty well. You you did it. But he he is the best. He could talk just about everything. And I think you're the one, Sean, that said, if you want the dentist to talk about uh, opening a banana, he could do that for three hours. Yeah, he's just the best. As always, you can reach me at markeisler at AOL.com, M-A-R-K-I-S-L-E-R at AOL.com, or on Facebook at Mark Eisler or Mark Eisler Show. As I just said, our country's very existence as the beacon of liberty is at stake. If you told me years ago that the United States would become a police state arresting its political prisoners and its opponents, obviously, and jailing them, I would have thought you were out of your mind. Not unlike if you had told me that the institutions that I had revered so much as a kid, like the FBI and the Justice Department, would be weaponized to go after their political opponents, I would have thought you were talking about some banana republic, but not the United States of America. Not America, which in Lincoln's words were mankind's last best hope. And maybe that's what's on the line, mankind's last best hope. Because if the United States of America is no longer going to be the beacon of hope and liberty, just exactly who is? The world will be a very dark place, indeed, without our leadership. I always wondered about Joe Biden on the foreign stage, and I was right. And I always thought we could recover locally whatever he did. 
but foreign policy was really scary to me. But I thought what he did domestically, as I said, we could undo at some point. Our enemies like China surpassing us and threatening us and trying to become the world's preeminent power, that always worried me. As Biden, what he's doing just what I expected. Rome is burning, he fiddles. What's the old expression? Rome, he fiddles while Rome burns. But I never imagined that he and his thugs would so destroy America here at home that it too might be unrecoverable. Imagine arresting political prisoners on January 6th, even putting some of them in solitary confinement for the crime of mostly protesting the results of the presidential election, which if you've heard me over the years on these airways, I am convinced President Trump won. Joe Biden did not get more votes than, this is just one anomaly, I read 23 on the air, I remember right after he supposedly won. Um, but the idea that he got more votes in the inner cities of states that were in play than Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton is inconceivable. Nevertheless, those who agreed with me but trespassed in the White House should be held accountable. No issue with that even if they were urged on by some Capitol Police, as they were, or FBI provocateurs. Like Ray Epps, a possible, you can see him on tape, a possible FBI lackey who was shown urging the protesters to go inside the Capitol building, but has never been held accountable. Or the murdering, if you remember, Ashley Babbitt, she was an Air Force veteran, by a Capitol Hill policeman who was never held accountable for his actions and putting others in jail, still now, for years without trials. All of that is indefensible. Or storming the homes of other outspoken opponents of the administration by FBI agents or arresting supporters of your political opponents is the end of our long history of equal treatment under the law, once that started to happen. Isn't that what the president of El Salvador said something? I don't remember his phrase. He was saying the past week. How can we tell other countries to embrace democracy when we don't? And now the latest, as you all know, arresting a former president of the United States and your leading opponent in the next election on some spurious grounds that at most, even if true, is a misdemeanor. This is what they do in banana republics. And perhaps even more depressing, if you can believe recent polls, watch this. A majority of Americans agree it was a political stunt to arrest the former president. But an even bigger majority want to see President Trump tried. Even if it is now happening in a kangaroo court, like in the old Soviet Union or now under Putin in Moscow. What has happened to the America I loved and treasured? I know part of the answer, because I'm a teacher part-time too, which is the indoctrination of our students in the schools. I'm, I'm going to get to that in a later segment. And which is why organizations like PragerU are so important. It's vital that we get our message out there. But, of course, they've never heard it. And that's what students say to me. I don't, I don't indoctrinate them. But whenever I teach both sides, oh, I never heard that other side. And, of course, the major, major media, which is all but abandoned any facade of fairness. They were envisioned by our founders as challenging the government at every turn. But they've abandoned it, even, even a facade of fairness. I remember years ago, I didn't like Walter Cronkite especially, but you didn't know where he stood. 
or entertainers like Johnny Carson. You suspect that they were Democrats, but you had no idea. That's all change. But what happens when the press, the major media, is in bed with one of the political parties as an oppressive governments? The end of the rule of law and of democracy. Because who will hold the tyrants to account? Now, it's us, the people. We're the only ones left. We have to do what the once free press and the opposition party used to do. So you've got to ask yourself, where are the old line Democrats, if you remember them, like Scoop Jackson and Pat Moynihan, former senator of New York, and President John F. Kennedy, who said about our foreign enemies, but it now unfortunately applies even here at home, let me quote him, let every nation know, whether it wishes us well or ill, that we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. This much we pledge and more. Would you have ever thought, like I do now, that this threat would also come from inside our own country, by our own people, who do not understand what makes our country so special? That this was the first country in history that enshrined in the Declaration of Independence and in the Constitution the idea that government gets its power from the people, and what the government can give you, it can take away. What is, this is exactly what the government under Joe Biden and his collaborators are trying to do. And, of course, I've quoted before what Benjamin Franklin said to that lady who said, what kind of government do we have? And Benjamin Franklin said, a republic if you can keep it. I wonder, were our founders even more brilliant than I thought? That they understood how fragile this experiment in liberty was and how fallible humans are, that they could throw it all away that people are not born necessarily good, as Dennis always points out. And it sure looks like many people are capable of throwing away the greatest experiment in the history of mankind. Just one recent example in Chicago. So they get rid of Lori Lightfoot, arguably because at least partially she was soft on crime. And then they elect an even further left mayor who may be even softer on crime. And he wants to use alternatives to the police enforcing the law. Sean, you're going to love this story. Here in L.A. County, where we live, the county wants to use mental health teams to deal with the homeless and often so-called nonviolent crime. But guess what? None of the mental health people want to join that team. They understand what it's like if you don't have weapons to deal with people who may be threatening you. They can't get enough recruits, even with increased incentives. Let me know what you think. Mark Eisler, filling in for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Natural disasters, airline cancellations and runway near misses, supply chain issues, inflation, rising interest rates, and sky-high government debt. This is Dennis Prager for AmFed Coin and Bullion. There's a lot in the news about what consumers cannot control. So let's talk about what you can control. You can control how you choose to invest and protect your wealth. That's why I choose to do business with Nick Grovich and his company, AmFed Coin and Bullion. Now is a great time to own tangible assets like gold, silver, and platinum. With over 41 years' experience and tens of thousands of satisfied clients, Nick will help you make informed decisions and show you smart choices, which have been proven winners time and time again. AmFed Coin and Bullion. 
will sell you the right types of precious metals to get the maximum value for your money. Take control of your investments like I did. Call Nick and his team at Amfed Coin and Bullion at 800-221-7694. AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Mark Astor, back with you again, filling in for Dennis. I forgot to give you the phone number, 1-8-Prager-776. And uh, you know what, Sean, as I think about my 15 years of filling in for him, when I first did it, uh, Dennis said, you know, those are pretty big shoes to fill. And if I remember correctly, did he say a size 13? Do you know what size shoes he wears? Uh, yeah, I was trying to do it from my memory. Yeah, I think he said, those are size shoe, <laughs> shoe size number 13. As you start to call 1-8-Prater-776, uh, let me give you some more thoughts. So I, I was mentioning to you that L.A. County, you know, the left is so amazing. They, they never understand what's going to happen with their ideas. And I've quoted Thomas Sowell for years. When he was in college, his professor said, Tom Sowell might have said, here's my idea on this. And his professor would say, then what? <laughs> and he'd have to say, what's next? And then he'd say, then what? But the left never does that. So here they are in L.A. County thinking they'll replace police with a mental team going out to deal with the homeless. And they can't get enough people to apply, so they've increased the incentives. Duh. I wonder why people don't want to apply. Uh, They can't get enough people. Hey, not everybody is crazy. Would you want to take a job where you have to reason with would-be criminals only with your words instead of with any protective weapons? I don't think so. There's nothing like the left, as I said, dealing with the reality of the collapse of their ideas. They take no responsibility for their failures and want to blame it on others, right? And President Trump is always a convenient target. So what are cities doing? They're still electing George Soros-funded DAs like Alvin Bragg, who will make their cities unlivable. Or electing, did you see that, Supreme Court justices like they did it recently in Wisconsin, where that judge is likely to then vote to sacrifice their voting liberties at the polls. I heard I was watching Newt Gingrich uh, last night, and he said, there, we're outspent six to one. What do you expect? If we're going to outspend, be outspent six to one, your opponents are going to make the case about their rival, their opponent. That's what happens to us. Do you remember Bill Clinton's mentor, Bill Ayers? He understood if they captured the young, they could, in Obama's words, fundamentally transform the United States of America. And they're doing that more than ever. We are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. See, Sean is so fast on the trigger that I didn't even know. I don't tell him this. It's just there waiting for him. History is made when a leader steps up, stays true to his values and charts a fundamentally different course for the country. I didn't tell you you could play Joe Biden. (laughs) We never never discussed that. Trying to ruin my day early in the morning. But President Reagan understood it. He said in his inaugural address, I know Sean doesn't have this, because this was when he was first elected or his second time here in California, governor. Here's the quote. Freedom is a fragile thing, and it's never more than one... I can see John try, Sean trying to find it. You think I don't know what he's up to? He's trying to find this. Here we go. Freedom is a fragile thing, and it's never more than one generation away from extinction. It is not ours by way of inheritance. It must be fought for and defended constantly by each generation. 
For it comes only once to a people, and those in world history who have known freedom and then lost it have never known it again. That is what we're in danger of losing now. Our freedoms, our liberty, the city on the hill that he talked about is in danger of collapsing. Freedom is a fragile thing, and it's never more than one generation away from extinction. It's unbelievable. You found that too. Well, I was going to say, if you didn't find it, you're going to be replaced. It was going to be something like that. I never thought it would come to this, though. One party, one group of people, so intent on power that they would destroy the greatest country in the history of the world. Tell me what you think at 1A Prager 776. Do you agree that the left is out to destroy the country? Do you think it's too late? Can we ever afford to give up? What do you think we can do about it? And I'll go to your call starting with, uh, let's see, in Bergen County, New Jersey. I believe that's Joe. Joe, you're on yes. with Mark. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Salem Radio, Pray You Whatever. God bless you all. I just want to say, I live in New Jersey. The mask mandate is still a problem. It's still forcing people to wear masks, and I'm fighting against it. Where do they, where do they force people to wear masks? In hospitals, medical facilities, they still want you to do it, and I've been fine people. Even one time in 2021, um, my mother broke her arm one time, and they actually called the cops to me for not wearing a mask. You know, my mother hurt her arm, you know. But like I said, it's their medical facility, all the workers or whatever, a lot of places. And uh, even though they got rid of the mask mandates, but certain places, so it's a big issue. And, uh, and nothing. Uh, say hi to Dennis Prager. I met him years ago when he ran for rabbi, when he ran for Congress. I work on political campaigns. I'm, I'm a big fan of all you guys. But yeah, mask mandates are still a big issue, Mark. Okay. I appreciate You know what? I, I think we still have in L.A. County, I think he's right, that in hospitals and medical offices, you still have to wear the masks. What still get, I still have a couple of students, you know, and I can't say anything, maybe one or two in each class, they still wear the masks. And i got to be careful what I say. I can't quite tell them. By the way, they don't work. Maybe N95s work, but those masks don't work. But I still love it. Remember, I live in California. We're going to talk about that later. And the great, according to Gavin Newsom, the great free state of California. But I love it when they wear the masks when they're alone in the car. <laughs> that one I really love. I'll say to my students, just, you know, give them the other side. I'll say, so who exactly do they think they're going to get COVID from? The, the radio or uh, there's nobody else in the car? And I still see people walking on the streets. You know, I, I do my walk every day as a talk show host and teacher. I, I don't want to be bothered. I just go to the other side of the street if someone's going to come near me. But only because I don't, I don't want to get into a big conversation. Some of them know me, uh, uh, who I am. And they'll even argue with me on politics. Am I here? Are you kidding? If you're not left, you're in, you're in the minority. But anyway, I see some people alone wearing a mask by themselves. And you got to wonder who who's exactly going to give them COVID? And even my students, I mean, they know we used to have, a, do you remember social distancing six feet apart? Do you remember that uh, you had to wear the mask? Oh, but you didn't have to wear the mask. Fauci said, wear two masks. They understand that this is crazy. 1A Prager 776, Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. 
COVIDTaxRelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly $250,000. And COVIDTaxRelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay-up-front companies that make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDTaxRelief.org receives a low, reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDTaxRelief.org. Visit COVIDTaxRelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDTaxRelief.org, COVIDTaxRelief.org. Refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. Mark Eisler back with you again, filling in for Dennis. And uh, Sean, sometimes they talk in the control room. I can't hear what they're saying, but he was kind enough to let me know. His question to me was, what's scarier, someone wearing a MAGA hat or wearing a mask? And so that's a, that was easy. I said, you're asking the wrong guy. Of course, the scary one's the one wearing the mask. Here in Southern California, if you ask that question, you'd probably get 9 out of 10 saying uh, the MAGA hat. Then Sean said, do you ever see someone with a MAGA hat wearing a mask? I think that's a more interesting question. I, that would really surprise me. Forget hospitals, right, and, and medical offices, but just on their own. That's like an oxymoron, right? You get, he, they'd be a moron. No, well, that's not where we get oxymoron from. Anyway, I'm caller-driven, 1-8-Prayer-776. Let me know what you think, and we'll go to Coach Dave in Culver City. I think I remember you, Coach Dave. Do I have him on there, Sean? Hello? Hi, Dave. Coach Dave. Yeah, this Dave. is uh, Dave. Yes. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you great. Thanks for taking my call, sir. Sure. Um. I was a teacher for many years, 34 years, and this woke WOK stuff is a bunch of uh, garbage, if I can say that. I can't even figure it out. I don't, I don't know what it stands for. I don't want to know what it stands for. I see it as white people, male and female, white people, bad, people of color, good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's worse than that because uh, it's not just – it's a, it's diversity that they don't want. When they're woke, they just don't want you to express your point of view when you're on the opposite side. I, I, I well, yeah, yeah, that's a big word they use. Good point. Yeah, I like uh, shit. I taught I taught kids of every race, color, creed, and anger level. Uh, wow, that's yeah. a good point. Excellent. Yeah, no, you're that, smart, you're, that, yeah, you're a smart guy. Well, <laughs> I, I appreciate that very much. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's really not race. It's really not about race anymore. The battle, Sean. Let's uh, take care of that. I'm hearing that feedback. Is, it's it's not any more about race, really. It's really those of us who want our freedom of speech and the other side who doesn't. That's what woke means to me. You can't say what they don't want you to say. You have to say what they believe in. It makes me think, you know, our Republicans in the Senate especially, I'm going to talk about it later, they, they don't get it at all. They think they need to compromise with the left. You don't compromise with the left. That means their ideas are okay, and so, uh, you know, they want to tax X amount, and you'll tax a little less than X amount. That's not what it's about. 
And certainly if you have different ideas about the police, that me- yeah, you're kind of right. They quickly accuse you of a racist. I don't care about that. I don't care what anybody accuses me of. I don't know why the Republicans have been so spineless all these years and care about that. Just stay, say what you believe in. And I, I um, attribute this to Bruce Hershenson, but he said he never said that, if you remember. He, he, one of my heroes, he ran for the Senate in California and almost won. And here's the, the phrase that I used, but I thought I got it from him. We didn't first become Republicans and then decide on our principles. We had a series of principles, and we said the Republican Party makes sense for those principles. If ever they abandon those principles, then why be a Republican? You know, I might as well not join either party. And I think Sean has that same sentiment, too, if you don't share issues. But now the country has reached the point where you're not allowed to disagree. And I used to tell the story about, uh, and I probably told it before, President Reagan would have uh, drinks with Tip O'Neill late on a Friday night. And they'd get along great. And he'd say to Tip O'Neill, how come you don't treat me like that during the daytime? And Tip O'Neill would say, that's the daytime. But it made sense. They would battle, they would argue, they would disagree, and they respected each other. That's not true anymore. Look what happened with students in Tennessee. So they don't like that they uh, outed, uh, that's the wrong word probably I should say, they got, they got rid of two uh, councilmen. So there they are, mostly young people, dem- I don't know how they have all this time, demonstrating in the halls of Tennessee uh, because of gun control. Like, and I say our next caller wants to talk about that, as if, you know, that's the answer. Oh, I got to talk. We got to talk about that guy in uh, Florida, Sean. Go get that tape where he said it, it's never guns that hurt people. Right. Uh, I forget his name, but he was terrific. The press couldn't handle it. You know, when we're true and true to our principles and values, they don't know what to say because the ideas are on our side, not on their side. One eight Prager seven seven six. Let me know what you think. Mark Eisler filling in for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Mark Eisler filling in for Dennis Prager. Sean, I'm just thinking about what you said that Dennis can't talk about classical music. He did that whole show, I remember, on or two shows on whether he should change his theme music, right? And they, it was classical music. So I think he's allowed to talk about classical music. I just think you made a mistake with that one. Uh, and he does it sometimes. I know he does it sometimes. And no, I don't think anybody's better than him on that. All right. We, let's go to your calls, uh, 1-8-Prager-776. And it's uh, Rick in Illinois. You're on with Mark. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, real quick, before I get to the gun thing, one guy said he doesn't know what woke means. Well, here's what it means. If you're woke, that means you're intolerant of other people's views. You believe in CRT, which is racism. So when someone says they're woke, they're basically telling you, I am an intolerant racist. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think I, that's, that's a good way to put it. Uh, they're certainly intolerant, and they don't want people on the opposite views of theirs. You either agree with them or it's unacceptable. Even free speech. Correct. You make a great point. The whole point of the whole point. I'll get to your gun control in, in a minute. The whole point of free speech was to accept speech you didn't like. I mean, we get it. You know, right? The, the King of England. A lot of our uh, founders uh, certainly were very familiar with that. Stifled speech didn't allow people who disagreed with them. Right? We have the Tea Party here in the before it was the United States of America. The whole point that our young people don't get. It's not about speech you don't like. That's what it is about. You know, so I said that it almost sounds inconsistent. 
It's about speech that you really ha- totally oppose. I didn't even like this uh, this term hate speech. What's, what's hate right. speech? Hate speech is speech, again, you don't like. If they commit a crime, you, you put them in jail. If not, that's the bedrock. That's, by the way, that's why it's in the First Amendment. Our founders, exactly. the more I th- read about them, like I said today, they were brilliant. They were unbelievably brilliant, and I didn't know I was going to refer to Bruce Hershenson twice. Uh, Bruce said on my show many years ago at a local station here in Los Angeles, I didn't even know if he was religious. I said, Bruce, do you think God was involved with the founding of the United States of America? He always taught me something every show. And here's what he said. Of course, Mark, God was involved with the founding of America. Did you ever think how young the founders were and they got everything just about right? I didn't know he would say that. So a new one I want to add today is they understood the fallibility of the people. That if you give them a chance, they'll vote for uh, more benefits, more money, right? That's the problem we have. We have people coming from other countries, like in Latin America. They didn't like their corrupt government. And they come here and they vote for the same thing they left. Dennis often talks about that. This is crazy. You would think people learn from this. No, but they were not only wise in knowing that, you know, we have a republic if we can keep it. But at some point, people will just give themselves more and more money or more and more benefits. Or this is what's amazing. I used to think people instinctively wanted to be free. You know something? I'm not sure that's true anymore. I think they instinctively want to be taken care of. They don't understand freedom. So yeah. All right. I but, uh, I, I went I, on go I, talk. Yeah. Okay. Well, everybody's talking about you know the freedom's going away and it's and it and once it's gone it's never coming back. My dad always told me there's one thing different about us and other countries. We got a little thing called the Second Amendment, which is there to protect our rights from an oppressive government. It's not there to protect my right to go to grandma's farm and shoot soup cans off a fence post. It's there to protect our right from a tyrannical government. Nobody talks about that. I don't get. I don't know why. Well, I, I, I talk about it. Hitler. That's one of the earliest things Hitler did was right to try to confiscate guns. But here's here's where I don't mean to be a pessimist. I'm at least half an optimist, half glass full. They'll take away anything. The left only cares about the Constitution, Nancy Pelosi and the rest of them, when it's convenient for them. And they're trying to prove a point. But they don't even believe in that. So when you quote the Second Amendment and a right to bear arms, and you are absolutely right what the founders were doing. They wanted to help prevent an oppressive government, if need be. Uh, People don't know about it. And let me do my specialty, education. The students don't know the Bill of Rights or the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence, you might be interested in this. When I teach, I'm not teaching history right now. One of the things, I, I'm i happy if they learn about our two founding documents, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. But they don't really learn that anymore like they used to. So when you say, well, a bedrock of our country is the Second Amendment, that you you don't want to know what I'm afraid of? If, if given that, what it says, the right to bear arms, the majority of Americans would vote against it. I don't have the optimism I once did. That's why I quoted Bill Ayers. He knew and he told Obama, I'm sure, he mentored him, that if we get control of the schools, we got it. We can turn back the United States of America, or as Obama said, fundamentally change it. That's, they got him in the schools. I'm going to talk about that. So, you look, if you see men on the straight interviews, Rick, and I appreciate you opening this up for me. You see interviews, they don't even know any of this stuff. 
they would think it, it's it's crazy. Free speech is crazy. The right to bear arms is crazy. Uh, the right to know about your accusers. Donald Trump, last week, when they arrested him and tried him, the DA didn't even mention what the crime was. Imagine that. Not even saying, how do you defend yourself when you don't even know what the crime was? This this country's upside down. I'll give you a vote of optimism. I think the next hour I'll talk about what I think we need to do. But, Rick, you're, we, we think alike, but I'm more worried than you are. Like, I never thought this would happen in our country, that they put prisoners, that they put people who had free speech in jail. Oh, did you see? What's that guy's name, the shaman or something? They released him, I think, last week or the week before, only because Tucker and others like him showed a tape that he was being escorted by the, the White House uh, the shaman, the the White House policeman around the building. I mean, this is incredible. Trespassing, okay. Putting people in solitary confinement in the United States of America because you disagree with them? I mean, I, I, I never thought I'd see the day. I cannot believe that this is the United States of America in this year. Rick, I appreciate your call very much. You, you allowed me... To exp- that's what you're here for, Rick, to help me out. <laughs> Let me know what you think. 1-8-Prager-776-Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free offer with promo code Prager. MyPillow 2.0 temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listeners Square to the buy one, get one free offer. Enter promo code Prager or call 800-761-6302 to get your MyPillow 2.0 now. Mark Eisler filling in for Dennis Prager. Why, why are you playing that song? Why? I understood the first hour was mine. April in Paris? You want me to like April in Paris? I, I'm not going to, I'll get in trouble with that if I say I don't like Count Basie. I get, you know, I'll be a racist or something like that. No, I, I never loved jazz. That's jazz, right? You would call that jazz? Yeah, I never loved it. So that's just my taste. Bring on some classical music. I can handle that better. It's Mark Eisler back with you again, filling in for Dennis Prager. It's now 15 years that I've had this privilege, and it never gets old, even if Sean got older. Now, oh, don't don't get hurt by that. You were here 15 years ago, right, when I started filling in for Dennis. I know you were. Uh, and, you, you know, you still look the same, so people know. You really do look pretty good. You haven't aged much. Not much. You know, uh, Dennis is probably uh, going to give something away. So we had our religious uh, temple together one day. And I said, I showed Dennis a picture I had of, of him and his uh, 
and his grandkids. And I said, you look great. So let's see if I mess up the story. He said, there are three parts of life, young, middle-aged, and you look great. (laughs) Uh, Leave it to Dennis uh, when that starts to happen. You know, you can reach me at markeister at AOL.com and uh, to keep in touch with me, and one eight prager 776 if you want to call me now. Um, as you know, I'm caller-driven, and uh, in the first hour, we talk about the left's attempt to take over this country, even if it means destroying it. They, they don't care. We are truly, in Lincoln's words, a house divided in this country once again. He was talking about slavery, but today we're talking about all those who believe in liberty and living their lives as best as they see fit with as little power for the government as possible. And those who want power to tell the rest of us how to live our lives. That's why that caller had it wrong. It's not a race issue today. It's a issue of ideas, a diversity of ideas. Lincoln was talking about slavery when he said, now I know, John, you won't have a clip of Lincoln, so I can read this. A house divided itself against itself cannot stand. I believe the government cannot endure permanently half slave and half free. I do not expect the union to be dissolved. I do not expect the house to fall. But I do expect it will cease to be divided. It will become all one thing, or all the other. And so it is true today. We will all be free, or we will all be new kinds of slaves to the government. If I haven't said it before, Lincoln's my favorite president. I I mean, I just can't believe the things he knew and the things he said. Unless we have another civil war, hopefully nonviolent, where we break apart into competing states of liberty and tyranny. So if you like government control, you can live in California, or New York, or much of the East Coast. And if you don't, you can live in free states like Florida. We will have, in effect, new free, and no one's put it this way, I don't think, and new slave states, not divided on race, but on the diversity of ideas. That's what's happening. Maybe that's not such a bad idea. Anyway, the founders who I keep talking about, how brilliant they were, they envisioned the states being laboratories of ideas. So let states like California and New York go further and further left, and cities like Chicago and San Francisco and New York be bastions of leftism. Live in those places if you like, with increased government regulations. I know I'm going to be biased in how I say it, but I'm looking at it through my point of view. Unchecked crime, spreading homelessness, high taxes, dominating public employee unions. I'm going to talk more about that later. Woke culture, as the caller mentioned, Young Marxists being indoctrinated in the schools, have a go at it. Go for it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe many will love it. In fact, you can wear your masks all the time. (laughs) We've talked about this before in these states of utopianism. And I know you'll want to come. Oh, yeah, Nancy and the rest of them. You'll want to come out of your gated communities because you surely don't believe in living better than any of your neighbors. Share your wealth. And live the tenets of that classical book, 1984, all over again. By the way, I wonder if our students are even reading it anymore. I bet you they're not. Or you can have your brave new world. I think that was Aldous Huxley. talked about the same kind of stuff. You can live out your greatest dreams. Just leave the rest of us alone to live out what Martin Luther King eloquently said 
in a different context. Free at last? Free at last? Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Tell me what you think of my idea of the new United States of America. Two for the price of one. Half free and half slave. Only a different kind of slavery. I have 1A Prager 776. So am I really suggesting all of this? No, not as a first choice. My first choice is that we take back our country from the left by voting them out of power wherever we can. And that includes getting rid of our own so-called Republicans, like Mitch McConnell. He's a disaster. He should have been gone a long time ago. And others of his ilk, mostly in the Senate, who think we need to reach a consensus with the left, that we need to compromise with them, which means coming halfway on their radical ideas. That's what it means. For So, for example, we raise taxes, but not as much as they would like. We raise the debt ceiling, but not as much as they would like. We make deals with China instead of stopping them in their tracks. These would-be Republicans like Romney, forgive me, I was a delegate when he ran for president, and Tillis and Cornyn, they have to go too. They have been at the swamp too long. They love the perks and the power that comes with getting along. And by the way, that doesn't count all those who abandon us like Liz Cheney, Nikki Haley, Chris Christie. I can't believe that they're even running for president with any credibility. You know, Sean, you'll have to tell me how to do it. Nikki Haley's people keep sending me these emails, and I can't get rid of it. It says you can unsubscribe. I try. There's no way to unsubscribe. I can't get rid of Nikki Haley's emails. And Liz Cheney, she's hopeless. She just destroyed her father's name. Chris Christie, another phony. But I even want to pick on Mike Pence, who could have stopped this takeover by the left by simply sending some of the contested election slates back to the states. I mentioned that at the time. There was precedent for this precedent for this in our history. But like most people, he had no courage. And we need to pull our kids out of public schools and send them to acceptable charter schools or homeschool them before the left swallows them up. And our state legislature, so I'm giving you some ideas how we do this, and our state legislatures need to go back to their voters, people voting on Election Day, with rare exceptions. And we need to go back to voting with paper ballots. No more fixed machines. No more absentee ballots weeks before and weeks after Election Day. No more not checking IDs. It is such an insult when they call that racism, that minorities can't show ID like they have to do in government buildings, as an example. No more election, election fraud. The left wants election fraud because they can't win the battle of ideas. I could take losing, but I can't take losing because of fraud. And the state legislatures where the Republicans control it can make this happen tomorrow. It's hard enough to win with the media against us, including now social media, the schools, and the corrupt government officials working nonstop to defeat us however they can. So we must have new forms of media or change the old ones as Elon Musk has done with Twitter. The left cannot continue to control the debate by shutting off speech they don't like. All of this is doable if we don't give up the fight, but fight we must. Right now, our DAs all over the country, here's an idea I've heard other people say, but I want to say it again, and I thought of it right away. Our DAs all over the country should be indicting Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, 
Joe's brother, I can't think of his name, Hillary Clinton, James Comey, FBI henchmen, Attorney General Merrick Garland, D.A. Bragg, why don't we do what they do to us? Oh, and how about George Soros too? There must be something we can bring him up on charges. And for good measure, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. We should challenge the idea that a sitting president cannot be charged. Let them go on the defensive. And Kamala Harris may have already incited people to violence. The list should go on and on until they get the message. Everyone who's had any role in government who may have abused their power should be charged. The, the only thing bullies understand is standing up to them and getting back at them. They won't stop their arresting, indicting, jailing, intimidating, and harassing of our people unless we give it right back to them. Let me know what you think. 1-8-Prager-776, Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. Uh... I think we have one open line now. Probably not. one 8 776 but you can try. And uh, let's go to uh, David in Encino, California. I know where that is. David, you're on with Mark. Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I have a general, like, general view of things. Uh, the American people are not stupid. Basically speaking... Most of the people that live in this country know what's right and what's wrong. The only way things are going on right now, the only way that it is actually happening factually, is the fact that uh, the Democrats are cheating. And by cheating, they win. And once they win, they mandate. They have the mandate, supposedly. They could tell everyone what to do, how to do it, what to say, how to think. So we have to stop the cheating in order to be able to move forward in this country to the right direction. Now, Does that I, make any sense? Oh, t- total sense. I appreciate your call, David. Thanks. Uh, that's why I said we got to get back. Uh, I mean, it's probably a long shot, but things start to go back to paper ballots. I think it's France that does everything by paper ballots, if I'm right. Uh, no more of this stuff a month after Election Day. Give some time to cheat months before. COVID made it easy for them, right? It's an emergency. We have to allow this to occur so people could vote. No. I don't know where it was at uh, probably Iraq where people stood online to vote, and I think uh, they were bloodied, some of them. They, they could show their ink marks, though. I think it was Iraq. I could be wrong. Because it, it's such a privilege for people to vote in this country. So many people died so we could do that, so we could stay free and keep our liberty. Yeah, you don't need a month to vote. You vote on Election Day. Now, if you're disabled or some issues like that, okay, that's on a case-by-case basis. But this is crazy. 
That's what we should be talking about all the time. And it's a winning issue. That's how they cheat. They, you know, the, the ballot, I don't want to go over the election again, uh, putting in new ballots that have never been voted by, no signatures. They'll try anything because they know they can't win otherwise. And along with that in Philadelphia, let's go to, is that Sean? Uh, Stephen. Stephen in Philadelphia, you're on with Mark. How are you doing? Hey, Mark, how are you doing today? Real well. Uh, yeah, of course, you know, election fraud is part of it. I just got very quickly just wanted to say, uh, Liz Cheney hasn't destroyed her father's name. Her, her father, you know, I, I was a fan of Bush and Cheney, but those two are part of the problem as well. Uh, you know, they're, they're in on this, this whole criminal cabal. Uh, and that's what I, I think we're beyond the point where elections can remedy this. Uh, you know, look at, I, I'm, I'm convinced that China and our elites and bureaucrats worked together, uh, brought COVID, uh, introduced COVID worldwide. It allowed for the Chinese to kill off a lot of their elderly population, and it allowed for our elites to get rid of Trump. And they were willing to kill millions to do that. Now, look at what just happened with the, uh, the leaks in the Pentagon. We find out that audits of our Defense Department reveal that Hundreds of billions of dollars can't be accounted for. So, what I mean, what we have going on here is that we have a group of people, sizable, uh, on the left and uh, aided by compromised people on, on the right or in the middle, who are literally stealing uh, from the American taxpayer hundreds of billions of dollars. They don't mind that the country uh, is falling. Uh, and in fact, they, they teach young people growing up that the country is worthy of falling because because of its its awful past. So, I mean, at, at some point, we're going to have to say it's not, we can't do it with elections. Uh, we need hanging, literally. You steal hundreds of billions of dollars, the death penalty is what you need. Well, you, you're, you're even more cynical than I am, but I'll, and I'll say this. I, as a kid, I used to believe, like I said before, in the FBI, the Department of Justice. I no longer think anything's impossible. I was probably the first one on the air that I know of, at least, that thought the assassination of President John Kennedy was a conspiracy. I've said it forever. I see Dennis has come my way now. Uh, I thought it was crazy when I heard it as a kid that the CIA was involved. I believe that now. And even then, I, w- I had some notions about it. The, the CIA... Uh, the FBI, I believe anything. I now believe that maybe Johnson made up the Gulf of Tonkin. Who knows? Weapons of war in Iraq. I can't believe I've come to the point where I don't trust my own government, that they'll say and do whatever's convenient. So I'm not as far out as he is, but you've got to ask how these politicians get so rich, right? You have McConnell's wife, who I think there's, she's got companies in China or affiliated with it. Follow the money. Trump wasn't wrong. It's a swamp. People who gravitate to power are not good people, for the most part. They're not there to make a difference in our lives, to make it better. They're there to be self-serving. That's what scares me. That's what worries them, that I can no longer believe the government anymore. COVID was just one example. Dennis was right all along, from the very beginning. They'll say anything to get power. They don't care about the country. They care about their own gratification, their own power, their own perks. And we got a lot of Republicans. I mentioned some of them, Tillis and Cornyn 
and McConnell, of course, the leader of them. And then what do they do? They vote to reinstall him as majority leader. What do you have to do to get rid of these people? So we got to do it ourselves. I don't know how much time we have. Let's go to, I think we did David in Encino. Let's go to Marty in Kent, Ohio. Marty, you're on with Mark. Hello, Mark. How are you, sir? Real well, Marty. You had asked for opinions on the differences of states, the two different existences of states. And let's just say we'll call the one state the red states and the other one the blue states. Okay. Unfortunately, you will not be able to have two states existing next to each other just by the sheer nature of the left who will be occupying the blue state. Just by their sheer nature, they will eventually have to invade the red state, and they will make up whatever lies necessary to justify that invasion to convert them over to a blue state because we just can't have those red states having freedom, having a good commerce, being able to make products and sell products and have a good economy. We just can't have that. So it will not work. I'm not being totally facetious. Uh, we need to build more walls <laughs> uh, in between the states. Look, uh, it sounds crazy. I'm, I'm obviously kidding around. I know. I know. I, I've heard a number of uh, different talk shows talk about separation of states in two different states existing. And I just keep thinking there's just no way there would no way that they that the blue states would stay happy in their within their own boundaries, they would eventually, by sheer have to invade red states. My God, it's thanks for your call. It's worse than I thought. Now they're invading us from state to state. They can't be happy just staying in California, New York. That you're right. They gotta ruin it for the rest of us. Let me know what you think. One eight Prager seven seven six Mark Eisler in for Dennis Prager. So I like this and I don't like jazz. Well, that says something about me, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm young at heart, right? Jazz for old guys like Sean. Oh, God, I'm going to get in such trouble. One year, years ago, my local show, I said, soccer is boring. That's all I had to say. People around the world called me up and said, you got to be crazy. And I said, well, I admit baseball can be boring. But, oh, I didn't even know I was going to mention this, Sean. How do you like the new rules in baseball with they have to pitch I don't know, what's it, within 15 seconds? So I find myself watching the pitch clock instead of the game. They're messing up everything. They're changing all the rules. Bases getting bigger, I don't care so much about. But pitch clock, what else? Do they still have that rule in extra innings? They uh, start at second base? I don't even know. They might have gotten rid of that. Yeah, Sean is saying it helps the game go faster. I like it slow i got to talk to Alan about this. I know he's a big baseball fan. Also, it's the tradition and statistics that I like. That's what makes me probably conservative. Why mess up Mr. Obama, President Obama, or Joe Biden, or his people? What's working well? Why are we doing all this? Well, the schools are part of it. I'll get to that later, too. Let's go to Dave in Tampa, Florida. Dave, you're on with Mark. Hello? Yes, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, hi. How are you? I'm well. Hi. Yeah, I just wanted to make the comment I, about the, uh, you were talking earlier about the separation or, or, or divorce of, here in America between uh, red and, and blue. Someone else used red and blue. I said diversity ideas, but that's basically it. You're right. Yeah. Well, well, well 
either way, yes, sir. But it shouldn't be along state lines. It should be along county lines. If you look at the how we we vote and how we voted quite a bit uh, in the last few elections uh, by county, uh, the red counties far outnumber the blue counties. You're talking probably 80, 90 percent of the land area of the United States. So uh, I, I think that if you want to break it apart by state, that's not going to happen because there's too many people that live in these blue, too many red people that vote red that vote live in the blue states that want to that want that don't want that don't want to be a part of it at all. You you see them already in Oregon trying to uh, join up Idaho and you know so forth. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's doable. I, I don't know if I I'm for it or you know really it's, it it hurts me, but. Something's got to give. I mean, we got to do something. Well, I said a last resort. The best solution is just to make sure our people get out and vote in big numbers. I know they're going to try to cheat, and but in, I mentioned this in state legislatures that we control, we should immediately change the rules and make it clear that uh, you know maybe paper ballots. But even if you can't get that, no no absentee ballots a month before or a month afterwards. None of this nonsense, and you have to show ID. Why is that controversial? Really? But they won't do it. I mean, that's the problem. That you know, these are the right things to do. They they want to cheat. I mean, I saw two thousand mm-hmm. mules twice because yep. I couldn't believe what I was watching. All right, and yep. I'm c- firmly convinced that uh, they're going to do whatever it takes to hold on to power any way they can, and they've proven it. All right, they're proving it now. All right, so I don't know. I don't want bloodshed, but you look at our history. You look at throughout history. These things happen. They have to happen sooner or later. Right, and. Uh, you know, like I, earlier, you know I, I, I can't I can't argue with you. And here's an example. The other way, my friend, I'm still mentioning Bruce. I don't know why I'm thinking about his thoughts. He told me on the air once he went to the second floor of the White House and he said, you know what market what that is? I said, no. He said he told President Nixon, we could win this. You don't have to resign. And Nixon said, for the good of the country, I'm not going to resign. And of course, Nixon's thought of as this worst, awful, terrible person. But you don't have liberals like we used to have that would understand what's best for the country, what's best for the community. That's why your county idea sounds a little messy too, but they, they, well, they don't exist anymore. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't see them. I don't, I don't see them. I really, I'm six, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm of the age now. I've seen a lot. I've been around a little bit here and I, they just don't exist anymore. I mean, they don't care about their neighbors. You know, we don't care about one another like we should, like we used to, you know, you, you know, you don't, nobody's willing to, 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 you know, put themselves in somebody else's shoes and walk around and say, you know, how would you feel if that happened to you? I don't hear people saying that at all anymore. They could care less. That's why right? I said, and, that's why the founders, Ben Franklin said, a republic if you can keep it. Their wisdom also included knowing that the people could give this away, that they didn't realize how, wouldn't realize how special this was, that this was. So they were, foreca- they so were, they were forecasting this, this happening. They were forecasting these events happening, and now they're happening, okay? So. Yeah. Then, then what must must we do? Okay. Well, well, we, but you make we, a great point. This, this can't go on. The, can't go on. The other problem is they're not going to do this peacefully. It, that scares me too. Here in Los Angeles, many years ago, the San Fernando Valley tried to break away from Los Angeles. I knew it would lose because even if the San Fernando Valley voted to break away, L.A. wouldn't let them, and they had a vote on it too. They, as the other caller said, now I'm being pessimistic. They want to control us. They want to have power. Uh, great call. Thank you so much for calling. one 8 776 mark Eisler for Dennis Prager.
Mark Eisler filling in for Dennis Prager in my 15th year of doing so. It's always an honor and a privilege. Who's better than Dennis Prager? That's it. That's, and in fact, he's about the only one I listen to anymore. And uh, I don't know how you feel about that. For me, it's such an easy choice. As always, you can reach me at markeisler at AOL.com, M-A-R-K-I-S-L-E-R at AOL.com, or on Facebook at Mark Eisler. And you'll want to keep in touch with me, especially if I get my podcasts off the ground. You hear that, Sean? And uh, Kevin, if he's listening right, <laughs> doing personal stuff on the air. There you go. I mentioned in previous hours talking about our schools. If you don't know this, I'm a public school teacher, although I teach in the adult division, which is actually a good division in Los Angeles. The teachers there dedicate and they do a good job. But I need to give you an update. The indoctrination of our students continues. And as I've said for years now, it's not a wonder that our kids come out as leftists. It's only a wonder that any of them come out as conservatives. Because with few exceptions, their teachers are all on the left, and they don't hide their political leanings. Worse, of course, are the teachers' unions. I remember years ago when former Salem host Bill Bennett, and he was, as you probably remember, who was the Secretary of Education under Reagan, he was on a national news program. And he said to the national union leader, I don't remember his name, I think it was a he, what does it say to us when 50% of public school teachers send their kids to private schools? And all the head of the National Teachers Union could say was, it's not 50%, it's 40%. That was his answer. Unbelievable. Well, that was years ago. Who knows what it is now? But the teachers' unions have never been about the students. It has always been about getting the most money and benefits for their members, and they have done that very well. But their claims about caring for the students is disingenuous at best. And I said this for years. If ever the goals of the teachers' union and the students matched, coincided, it was a coincidence. That's all that's going on. So a couple of weeks ago, if you didn't hear this, cafeteria workers and bus drivers and aides went on strike here in Los Angeles. And the teachers honored their picket lines. So the superintendent had no choice. No teachers, no bus drivers, no aides, no cafeteria workers. He had to shut down the schools. But not me. I was the only teacher at my school who went to work during those three days. I had a lot of pressure on me not to do that. The repercussions could yet be difficult for my colleagues, especially after, after they hear me say this on national radio, of course, they never listen to our side, so I'm probably okay. <laughs> but what is the point of having a set of principles if you don't honor them? And as I said, I, I think I got it from Bruce Hutchinson, but I, I, I said it for years. First we have principles, and then we decide which party makes sense or what groups we want to join. Uh, we had a set of principles, and we thought the best place was the Republican Party. And if, like Mitch McConnell, they failed to honor these principles, I don't belong. So we must honor our principles and values. Did it take a lot of courage for me to go to school during the strike? No, but the easy way would have been for me to stay out of school. So that's my message to you. Don't take the easy way out. Get your kids out of the public schools. Get them into acceptable charter schools or homeschool them, as I did for several years. And, of course, support candidates who favor school choice. I've been talking about school choice for 20, 30 years now. The dollar, dollars will follow your child to the school of your choice. And competition 
will bring out the best even in the public schools. The public schools, some of them, forget the woke part, in terms of reading and writing, they got a little better because of the competition of charter schools right near them. Only with competition will the public schools get better. It won't be easy. But if a significant number of parents, percentage of parents do this, it will start to make a difference as they lose their funding. Regular K through 12 schools get their money on average daily attendance. If students shop, stop showing up, they'll have less money. When there's no doubt we're losing our kids to leftist indoctrination. You are paying thousands of dollars per year to send your ch children to schools to unlearn all the values you believe in. What, may, what sense does that make? H how do you explain their willingness to support socialism or communism where it has never really worked in the history of the world? How else to explain their supporting of candidates who do anything, to, would do a lot to undo their way of life? How else to explain the support of groups like Antifa and Black Lives Matter who, lock, who like the crocodile, will just eat them last? A lot is at stake, and we almost do our part. So let me know what you're thinking, what you're doing about your kids' schooling at 1-8-Prager-776. I've been a, a public school teacher for years. I see what's happened. I mean, the best, I said before, the best part for me, they don't know who I am. <laughs> Because they never listen to our side, and we listen to their side. Their side. All right. Um, let's see. Vehement disagrees about teachers, and let's see. Just because I discussed it, go for it. Uh, Dale in Northern California. Dale, you're on with Mark. Mark, thanks for Mark. Mark, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I, I want to disagree with you um, on that issue of. Teachers unions being there to promote teachers' um, salaries, pay, you know, better pay, blah, blah, blah. They do that only to facilitate indoctrinating the children with um, Marxist communist ideology. The teachers union's first goal is to indoctrinate the children. The second goal is to pay you enough money to make you stay in class and do it. Yeah, we're going to disagree on that. Now, years ago, I watched them strike having nothing to do with the woke stuff and the indoctrination when I started teaching many years ago. Uh, they want they want to benefit some money for their members. You know how I know this? When I ran for political office many years in California, dumb, not brilliant knowing the odds against me as a Republican, I thought the police union would support me. They never did. Because even though I agreed with them on the issues, they agreed with me on the issues, they cared much more. They told me, the head of police union at the time, I remember his name, said, no, no, money and benefits, we vote for the Democrats. That's how we vote. Now, I agree with you, it's changed, and they've become very woke and very left. But they, you, you won't believe what the, you know, most of the teachers, I listen to them, they, they want more money. They want more benefits. I get it. And the teachers' union does that for them very well. So we might have a, a disagreement that you know how strong it is on one side or another. But are you uh, are you, are you familiar with a, a guy named Paul Kingor? He wrote a book called The Devil and Karl Marx. No, it, Mark, you need to read that. Okay. It, it, he lays he lays the indoctrination aspect of the um, the, the teachers' union. And, and their communist affiliations out, I mean, just line by line, word by word. And it is an excellent read. Would you, would you, would you email me that? It's, it's markeister at AOL.com, because I'm going to forget the title, M-A-R-K-I-S-L-E-R, -E at AOL.com. If you send me the title, I'll go pick it up. 
right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Again, I said so many good calls. Uh, let's go. Aha. Uh-huh. Someone who, again, in Yorba Linda, this thoughtful topic. I mean, Austin in Yorba Linda, California, <clears throat> you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Listen, I'll, I'll get right to it. I love Donald Trump. I've loved Donald Trump. I love what he did for the country. I love how he handled the media. I love his message 99% of the time. However, uh, and, and he's being treated unfairly, and he has from the beginning, and the things that are, that are being done to him right now uh, need to be avenged. But I need everyone to listen very closely, especially conservative Republicans. We have to unhitch our wagon from Donald Trump completely. We have to abandon him right now. We are playing. We can't be prisoners of the moment with Donald Trump and let the anger get to us. We need to play the political long game. Ron DeSantis, and for all his imperfections, represents the only person that can help us acquire power for the long term or in the short term and potentially the long term. He has a Americans have a short memory. They can't remember yesterday. Ron mm-hmm. DeSantis has has uh, has been a governor of a state that is a microcosm of what the right represents, the way he reacted to COVID, the way that he handles the media, the way, like you mentioned, that he has more finesse than Donald Trump. He's not going to alienate and polarize, and he's not going to get all these crazy college kids out to vote when he's running for the general election like Donald Trump does. Donald Trump will win the primary if we continue down this road, and he will lose the general election. It's as clear as day. The Sanders has a chance to keep some of those crazy college kids at home, and he has a chance to bring some of those moderate people that are just anti-Trump back into the fold for us. Donald Trump does the opposite. We can't allow the Democrats to pull this off. They want him in the general election, just like you mentioned. And again, we can avenge Donald Trump on the side. We can handle the fraud with elections on the side. We can come back and through Ron DeSantis, we can get the political revenge for Donald Trump. But if we try to do it through him, we will lose. Thanks for your call. Great point. We got to go. Mark Eisler for Dennis Brady. Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. I'm going to talk about California shortly, but I just want to grab some of you have been waiting so long. Okay, let's go to Ron in Illinois. Ron, you're on with Mark. Hello. Uh, hello. I was just, you know, just a quick comment on that other guy that was talking about dumb Trump and just have DeSantis. Does he, he must still believe that elections are fair or, or something. Yeah, you no. Know that, yeah, they'll cheat anytime. But I... But I was going to say that uh, of the, all the things that Donald Trump has said, if you put together a montage of Joe Biden, like uh, you're not black if you don't vote for me and laugh at uh, kids after they've been killed and talk about ice cream, it's much worse than anything that Donald Trump has said. Great point. I, I mean, we're not going to disagree on that basis. Let's go to I want to get as many as I can. Wally. I've been waiting a long time in Washington, D.C. Wally, you're on with Mark. Wally? Hi, Wally. I'm there. Go. Hi, Mark. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I'm going to go backwards if it's not a problem. Back to the calls earlier about dividing the states up into right. reds and blues. And, and um, as a black American Christian, I don't understand, or at least I've got the question, where would I fall out in regards to the effort of dividing that they were talking about? You'd pick the state that made the most sense to you, or one of the states that made the most sense to you, your values. 
And that's what I would do, too, if, if I could. I have family still in California. But if given the choice, I, I might pick a state like Florida. You could do the same. Florida doesn't line up for me as a Christian state. That's okay. the problem that I have. Yeah. And it doesn't line up for me as a state that adequately is representing all of its residents, black, white, Latino, Mexican. And I, that is a problem. I don't think it's a racial thing. I think you go with your values. I don't see it as a color thing. Oh, uh, it's cultural. It's, it's, it's not racial. It's cultural. Yeah, so cultural. So, so is there any state now that lines up with you culturally? Actually, very interesting as you say that, because Maryland, with Larry Hogan, I have voted for him twice mm-hmm. because his values lined up more with me as an American, Right. period, That's what you than mean. having to be distinguished into a Republican, a Democrat, an Independent, you know. But as an American, his way that he managed the state lined up more with a place that I could be happy in, and I voted for him twice for that. Gotcha. So that makes sense. You you know, you found it before. You, you'll find it again, especially if the states become more laboratories of right, left, in between, whatever you want. Or if you have to, stay on the border, right, between two states, between the left and the right, if you want to be in the middle. Uh, let's go. I'm not trying to be hard on you. I'm just saying you'll find something out there if that was ever allowed. Let's go in Simi, California. Peggy, you're on with Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi. <laughs> um, thank you for taking my call. I I was born, raised, educated, and a whole bit in California. Didn't wake up until 2015, forced to listen to the radio while I was working on a rental. And I, I just wanted to say that uh, Trump managed to get your last two callers, or your last, your the ones before, um, anti-Trump. Uh, DeSantis is a bit of a backbiter, and I'm not going that way, or a, or a two-faced, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, I uh, I feel that Trump managed to get more votes than Obama. Um, and uh, Hillary or Clinton, um, I think uh, being born and raised here, uh, waking up to the radio, listening to Levine, listening to uh, Prager, listening to Gorka, I have woke up to the fact that I myself have been brainwashed in many areas of my life. I'm 74. And it's just, since 2015, I found out just how much I've been indoctrinated. Not only women's lib type of situation, and I'm not saying we shouldn't have the vote, um, but I have never been prejudiced either, and I'm getting a little tired of them accusing everybody of being prejudiced. Not everybody's a hillbilly. Exactly. Just because it calls, I I just want to get to everybody. Uh, you know, it depends who I listen to last, whether uh, Trump, you know, should be our nominee or DeSantis. Sean, did I ever tell you the story? There's a rabbi. He seemed to know everything. And someone, you know, he would settle arguments. So someone comes to him and says, uh, gives their point of view on the issue, whatever it was. And he says, you're right. Then another guy on the total opposite side goes to the rabbi and says the opposite and the rabbi says, you're right. This might have been a fiddler on the roof. I can't remember. Then the third guy comes up to him and says, rabbi, they can't both be right. And the rabbi says, you're right. <laughs> it makes me realize that 
you all are making strong arguments on on both sides. It's going to be tough for all of us. Uh, let's go to another. I think we have time to a school call because I brought that up. Let's go in Santa Clarita. Dana, you're on with Mark. Hi, Mark. I appreciate your uh, teaching your service to our children. Thank you. My quick uh, fix to this problem, every parent unenrolls their child from a government school, mm-hmm. not to keep them home for a day. Send a note to the principal, send a note to the teacher, send a note to the counselor, follow up with the school board, say, I want all of my child's records. I'm unenrolling my students from government schools. When they have no population, they have no money, they have no job. That's exactly right. It's done on average daily attendance, and that'll hurt them big time. Sean, do I have time for another call? Uh, it's not fair. Probably I shouldn't shouldn't do it. Yeah, take your kids out of a public school. They'll get the idea. They'll lose money. It's starting to happen anyway. Now, I teach, I teach in adult schools. It's different. It's really dedicated. They're pretty good there. And the students come to learn. What a radical concept. They come to learn. Whoa. No discipline problems. That's what you've got to find and people who share your values. Let me know what you think. 1-8-Prager-776. Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. Mark Eisler sitting in for Dennis Prager, and I couldn't do this without without an incredible team. Uh, Leslie, JJ, Alex, Rick, uh, Alan. By the way, Alan doesn't know this, but I had a raspy voice. I took the honey and tea. That works. Alan, what? You know, he's got to do another honey show. I think so. <laughs> and of course, Sean. Uh, Sean has been with me, as you heard, for over 15 years now. And all of them make the show possible, but a, a special shout out. I forgot to thank Sean last time. He's been sulking for weeks, if not months. That and, and Rick agrees that he's been sulking. I want to thank the caller. He didn't get on. He said he likes that I let uh, callers talk. You should know I was a talk show host listener before I was a host. And it bothered me when hosts wouldn't let people talk. And, and so that that's one of the things I, I pride myself on. So I appreciate that very much. And speaking of that, keep in touch with me, Mark Eisler at AOL.com to know when uh, uh, my future podcasts get off the ground. But look, the battle today, we got to get this right. We got to get this right, whether it's Trump or DeSantis. We've got to win next time. There's no doubt if given another chance, unlike what Reagan said in some ways, I think we got one more chance to solve this. They cannot win again. So however we work this out, and I'll do the same thing, we got to make sure that we win the presidency next time. And all the people on our side, you, you can't do enough to help save America. Think about all the people who died and got injured to save this country. That's why I said what I did going in on the teacher's strike, courage, that didn't take much courage. But we all have to do our part to show what we believe in. If we don't express our values and our point of view, the other side wins. Remember, the number one thing I hear from my students is that they never heard our side. When we hear our side, it doesn't matter whether it's from Dennis or anybody on our side, they get converted because they've never heard this before, which is why prayer you is so important. So do what you can. Do it in your own way. Take your kids out of public school. Uh, vote for those people that you care about. Vote for school choice. Get the state legislatures where you live to make sure the voting laws change so it's harder for them to cheat. 
I don't want to go to the, my last resort. I don't want to break apart. That's not what Lincoln worked so hard for, to keep this country together. He was amazing. A house divided cannot stand. So we got to make it so that the people, I think we have the majority. I think our views are winners. So don't give up hope. I wanted to finish this on a positive note. Ronald Reagan talked about the city on the hill. I was being half facetious. There are still, I think, more Republicans in California than in, in many states. It's still possible to make a difference. Don't give up the fight. I, uh, there are so many calls I, I couldn't get to, so I want to thank you for calling. I always finish my show the same way. It's a privilege to have a microphone in the gr- still the greatest country in the history of the world. Let's go keep it that way. Until next time, I'm Mark Eisler. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.